Welcome to Skin is In. My name is Shandalay. I am the host and creator of this podcast. I am a licensed esthetician girl and I am the creator of the YouTube channel Shandalay the Esthetician. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode two. I appreciate you. Today we are going to hop right into it. We're going to talk about the very start of how I decided to go to school, what school was like, um, and I think we're going to do this in a part series because school was so many things for me. And if you are going through your school journey, please let me know in the comment section down below. Share it on my YouTube channel. Tell me about your journey. I want to know. I want to connect with you. The best way to connect with me is you can find me on Instagram at my name is Chandelay, C-H-A-N-D-A-L-I. Or you can always shout me out or throw a little comment or tag my podcast um, and then post it on Instagram and you can tag us at Skin is in Podcast. Well, okay, so it was like, um, let's see, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Okay, so it was probably June-ish or so when I decided that I wanted to go to school. I'm a pretty decisive person. I'm not somebody who's very back and forth. Once I decide on something, once I put my mind to it, like I do it. And I had actually went to a doctor's appointment. I went to a mammogram appointment because I had found a lump in my breast and I was immediately concerned. I was like, oh my gosh, because that's what they tell you to do, like panic if you find a lump. And so I went, made an appointment to the doctor to have my chest examined. Girl, I was terrified. And God is so good because I was fine. Um, However, I was so terrified. I had made my appointment back in, I want to say February, March, or maybe it was April-ish, sometime around that time. And I had to wait all the way until June. So um, I was extremely just stressed during that time frame because... I do kind of let my mind get the best of me sometimes <laughs> and never Google your symptoms because you will only have like 12 hours to live if you Google it. So don't do that because <laughs> Google is the worst when it comes to just like medical whatever. And so I went to my appointment. They told me everything was fine. We want to keep an eye on it and I'll come back in six months and I'll do that for Um, a year. And then after that, if we're still feeling like everything's fine, I'll start coming once yearly. So after that news and the doctor comes in and he tells me that I'm fine and everything is okay, it's such like a huge relief. And in that moment, like I, the night before my appointment, I was making up like my paperwork, my will, and just making sure like my son was going to be okay. My wife was going to be fine. Like you know, I just didn't know. Um, but I wanted to kind of be prepared, but God is so good again. I'm fine. Um, but it was a wake up call. It was the wake up call that I needed. Hold on. Let me get comfortable. I'm going to like get nice and cozy in my chair. I don't know what you guys are drinking right now. I've got me a nice little like, um, caramel macchiato. It is delicious. And I'm all cozy in my little like fuzzy sweater because this time of year right now it is October. Um, Hocus Pocus 2 just came out, so I'm just feeling the fall vibes right now. The temperature outside is like 37 degrees or so, so I'm just setting the scene for you, girl. I'm relaxed, I'm comfy, I'm cozy, and so you might hear me like shuffling around and stuff in my blanket. But, um, so, all right, I decide to go to school. 
because I'm like, life is too short. I'm out here living and I'm not even happy with like my career. And I wish I could do something that matches like my creative side. It's what I love to do. I love creating. I love making YouTube videos, but I have no idea how I'm going to do that. Um, and I was also on a skincare journey. I was working on something that I called the Bareface Project where I was getting my social media used to seeing me without makeup because before I had built my brand off of beauty and wearing makeup and makeup reviews and wig reviews and very rarely did I get on YouTube with a bare face and I kind of started thinking about that. I was like, what is this about? Like, why do I feel the need, like an ultimate requirement to um, wear makeup just to make a video? Like people should be comfortable seeing my face. And can I be mad at them if I never like present that? Hmm, the world wants to know. So I decided to do what I called the Bareface Project, where I would only post on social media with no makeup. And it was to condition my following that my brand was changing. I was no longer going to be that go-to person for wigs and beauty of that nature. I wanted to be the go-to person for more um, natural skin, um, ingredients, products, um, things of that nature would be more aligned with what I saw my brand growing into. Um, so it was quite the transition because I remember talking to my wife one day and I was just like, nobody's going to, nobody's going to want to follow my SD journey. Like they don't care about that. They came for the wigs. And if you know, as a creator, like what you kind of build your brand as is your niche. Like you kind of need to stick to that. Like even if like I wanted to do like a vlog, like a travel vlog, like that vlog would involve an unboxing of a wig or some sort. So I wanted to keep it like still in that wheelhouse. And so it was a big deal changing my brand, but I just felt like I needed to do something that more connected with how I was growing as an individual. I talked about this in episode one, you know, just because something serves you at one point doesn't mean it's going to serve you for the rest of your life. That doesn't mean it's your forever commitment. You know, just because I gained popularity as a wig reviewer didn't mean that that's what I wanted to do forever. And I think other people who did what I did, we felt that energy. I was very connected in that community. So we would all chit chat and I'd talk to like my friends and I'd be like, girl, how are you feeling? And they'd kind of have the same thing. And um, it's kind of cool watching us actually all grow because we did all grow into different things. Like that was a part of our lives and some of us still do it. And their brand is incredible and some of us have branched off and we do different things now and like myself and so um that's what's so cool about being a content creator so I don't really just label myself as an esthetician I label myself as an esthetician but this is more my esthetician lifestyle and um, I'm a creator I'm a mom I'm a wife I'm somebody who loves gaming like these are the things that make me so this is my niche and uh yeah, decided to go to school because I found out I was not dying and I was so grateful. <laughs> I bought a car. Me and my wife, we actually like went out that day and bought a car because we were just like, life is too short and we got to start living. And um, um, I started touring schools. So I went on my first school tour. The way that I did it, I knew some other SDs, so I asked them and I'm so incredibly thankful that 
a lot of them were helpful and wanted to share information, you will find that sometimes people don't want to share that, you know. I don't know what it is. I think sometimes it's limited thinking where people feel like, oh, if they get in the industry, then they're going to be taking, you know, my clients. That's not true. There's so many people out here. There's no way we could all service all of them. Um, no matter how small or big your community is, there are people for you. I promise you. Um, but yeah, so a lot of my friends did share information there and told me about their school experiences, what they looked for. Um, and I kind of felt a little lost. I was like, wow, I wonder if I feel this way. I wonder if other people feel this way. So I decided to document my journey. And that's how I started sharing it on YouTube. And that's how I've grown. Um, ooh, I've grown. I don't even. <laughs> that's how I've grown my um, subscriber base now. Um, I've gained over 2,000 subscribers since starting this journey in the entire time that I've done YouTube. That's the quickest, that, that's the most rapid I've ever grown. Um, and so, uh, one, thank you all for following my journey and just supporting me. It is so much love. I cannot thank you enough. I truly cannot. It just means the world. Every time you drop a comment, every time you leave a little message, a little note about your journey, I'm like, ah. I love to share it on my Instagram and I'm just like, look at my little friend um, because I feel like we all are friends. Like I feel like I'm sitting with you right now and we're drinking tea or something and we're just like chilling, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, so I decided to go on a school tour and I looked up some of the schools that my friends had recommended um, and I tried to schedule my tours. So I'm going to tell you about my first one, my second one and my third tour because I ended up going on three. And here's what happened, <laughs> girl. So my first tour was a school that I knew initially had a not so stunning reputation. It was a little dicey on the reputation. And I was like, well, I don't like to take everyone's experience and say that's going to be my experience because it may not be. So I went in. And I was so excited. I like shared it on my Instagram. I was like, tour one, you guys. I'm going to school. I'm doing this. Uh, people on my Instagram were like, we genuinely don't care what you're doing, whatever. But <laughs> I, I, because I hadn't built that kind of following that would be interested in that aspect of my life. But um, I needed to start transitioning and um, phasing people who weren't with that journey kind of out of my life, honestly. Um there's something to be said for knowing your audience and producing for your audience. And as much as I love the audience that I had, it just didn't connect with my soul anymore. And I just didn't want to let them down. So I would recommend other people who did hair reviews and makeup reviews. And I would say, hey, go check them out because you're just not going to get that from me anymore. And I'm unapologetically okay with that. Um, and so, yeah, the people who did stick around are still with me to this day. And, um, yeah, it's great. But so I went to the tour. I met with the lady. And, yeah, so <laughs> I was very underwhelmed. You know, I had built up all of this, like, I can't wait. I'm so excited to do this. Because if you don't know, I got pregnant at 16. I didn't go to college. I immediately went right out of high school into the working world. I was working three jobs at one time just trying to survive as a single mother. And I did that 
forever up until recently in my life. <laughs> um, I got married, obviously. My son is older now. He's 14. So a lot of time has passed. And um, I never even thought I would be able to go back to school. So when I went to this tour, this was like such a huge moment for me because I didn't even know how I was going to go to school. I had no job. I had just enough money to pay my bills and survive off of that. Um, there was no way it was going to carry me through school. I was door dashing to supplement my income, which was nice money. I'm not going to lie. I almost did a door dash journey, you guys, um, because your girl was making a little bit of change on the side, okay? And I needed it. Um, and so the money I was making from DoorDash, I was like, well, I could probably pay for school with this, honestly. And so I went to the interview. I was wearing overalls and a little um, head wrap because I wanted the school to know that I wore head wraps just out of the gate. And she gives me the tour. At first, when I come in, there's someone at the front desk and she's like, what can we do for you? And I'm like, hey, I'm here for a tour. And she's like, all right, we'll take a seat. And so I go and I take a seat. I didn't really feel warm and fuzzy from her, you know. I don't know what I was expecting, but we'll talk about it a little later because there is a difference, I promise. Um, and I feel like trust your gut when you are choosing a school. Really listen to your gut. That's the first tip I would recommend is trust that initial feeling. If you don't feel it when you go, don't go because that is the place that you're going to be in day in, day out, good days, bad days, um, days when you do have the money to pay your bills and days that you don't, days when you have $20 in your pocket to get gas and you are literally not going to a job so that you can be here. You just need to make sure that that energy matches what you want to be in. And that's just the best way I can describe that. So this place did not match that energy. Um, the tour was a little lackluster in my opinion. I didn't really fall in love with the facility. Um, but if it was all I had to work with, then I was going to make it work. They did take financial aid. So that was one thing that I was extremely intrigued by because, again, I, I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. Um, the program that they were offering was, I want to say, like $16,000. $16,000, girl. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money, but financial aid's going to help, and you can defer and make your payments after. I had some, um, I did try to go to college one time, and I failed miserably, and so I had some debt, because even though you fail, you still have to pay that money back. <laughs> and so I had some debt from that. It was like $700 or so, so I needed to pay that back, so I door dashed the hardest I could in two days, made $700. Um, or I, I don't know, let me get, let me say, let me be a little bit more. I, I feel like it was two days, but maybe that's just because I was running on pure adrenaline and I think it was maybe four or five days or so <laughs> that it took me, um, to earn that. And I paid that off so that I could get my student loan. I call the school back and I'm like, Hey, I paid off my student loan. Can you guys check? And they're like, Nope, it still says it still says it. We don't know what we're going to be able to do to help you. And I'm like, well, what are the other options while I'm getting this fixed? Because I know that I paid this also. And they're like, well, we're going to wait until that's done. So that was another thing that I felt like they were a little money hungry. They didn't really care about my actual questions. Like, could they work with my schedule? What kind of payment arrangements did they offer? What kind of things were I going to learn? Um, was I going to learn? You know, all that stuff. So 
yeah, it was not exciting. I didn't feel excited about it. I was like, this is not what I expected. So then I was like, well, maybe I don't go for aesthetics. Maybe I'll go and do something else like um, college, college, like some other kind of college. And so I looked at a community college in our area and I looked at a degree program and it just sounded mind numbing. It did not sound like me once I got the course information and they were, I mean, they were fine. They were like, oh no, we'll get your we will for sure get your student loan information. We'll just wait on it. And once it comes through, then you'll start your classes and blah, blah, blah. And so I got slotted with the time and I was talking to my wife and I was just like, gosh, I, you know, I didn't feel great about that initial tour for aesthetic school, but I definitely don't feel good about this. This isn't, this doesn't feed my soul at all. It was like a degree in communications and programming because I, I am a content creator and I wanted to grow with that. And journalism sounded interesting, but oh, the classes did not sound like me. And maybe if I was younger, I would have felt more into it. And maybe later in life, I might want to do that, but not where I was mentally <laughs> at all. So I decided to give another school a chance. So I called another school, the school that I actually ended up going to for a tour. And they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you come in. It's going to be exciting. I felt great just from the phone call, you know. <laughs> so I scheduled the tour. And that same day, I had reached out to another school to schedule a tour with them. And this is why I say that I did three tours, but I really only did two um, because here's what happened. So this other school, before I tell you about the school that I selected and the difference, the other school that I had reached out to, they were like, well, we'll send you an email. There's a questionnaire that you need to fill out. We need to make sure you're a good fit for our school. And I was like, okay, if I have the money, I'm a good fit. But to each his own, this is their program. This is how they run it. So maybe there's, maybe they're trying to make me feel like it's selective and I'll be lucky to get chose. Well, I wasn't selected. <laughs> Here's what happened. So they sent me this questionnaire and I wish I had it on my phone right now and I might look it up or something and post it on my Instagram and show it to you guys because it was really stupid. Um, it was like, why do you want to be an esthetician? What do you think you'll be able to bring to the industry? How old are you? Um, and uh, some other question. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to help their selection process. Here's what they do. They are a very superficial school. I'm not going to name the name because it's actually a really popular school. Um, but they are a very superficial school and they do not like to have older students. That's just the truth. I didn't find that out until I was actually going to school at my school that I selected because one of the other girls had tried and um, she was selected and she was significantly younger than me. She was different ethnicity. It was just um, kind of shocking, honestly, but wasn't the first time that I had heard that that school had kind of did something like that. I had reached out to another SD when I was kind of telling you guys I was doing some research in the beginning, and she had kind of mentioned that she had some issues with that school about her hair and them kind of being weird towards her and treating her um, awful, just to be honest. They treated her awfully. Um, and so... I don't know what I expected, but, you know, I wanted to give it a chance again. And so they sent me an email, and they were like, well, these are great answers, Chandelier. I 
I really didn't even put a lot of thought into it because I was like, what, what does this have to do with getting a tour scheduled? I don't understand. And they sent me a message and they're like, well, unfortunately, we're not going to have any classes starting until next year. If that's something that you're willing to wait for, then we'd put you on our list and we'll call you when that time comes. I am so happy that I did not do that because I do know a friend that did wait and she waited an additional six months only for them to call her and tell her that they had filled the class and that she would have to wait for the next class. What? Excuse me? I would have lost my mind. There would no longer be a facility for them to provide education because I would have burnt it down. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't have done that. Please nobody ever think that I would ever do that, but that's how furious I would have been. I felt so bad for my friend that dealt with that because I thought I had dealt with something and only to hear that she had waited because she didn't even know about the school that we were going to until someone had told her about it because it's in a different city. But you know how cities are. They're like mad clothes and stuff together. Like you drive 20 minutes and you can get to it. Well, that's how it is in my area, at least. I don't know about yours. <laughs> I don't know about yours, Fran, but I could drive 30 minutes or so and I can make it to that school. And it was a big deal finally deciding on this school because it was a 30-minute drive. And it was going to be such a long drive every day. I didn't know if that was something I could make. Also, they did not offer financial aid. So everything was going to be paid out of pocket. But let me tell you, when I went into this school, the facility was amazingly breathtaking. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was like uh, concrete poured floors, top of the line type of um, stations. They had a beautiful spa and enough beds. It was backed and tucked off. It really provided the vibe that I connected to most. It was like the first school that I toured, their spa was literally just out on the school floor, like just out in the open. They had one room that if you wanted to go to the back, you guys would have to book that room out. That seemed really competitive. I didn't want to deal with that. I don't know. I didn't like it. And so this was such a difference. All of the people were really nice. Now that I'm after and done with school, I know that's kind of a little bit of a facade to get you in, but um, it wasn't bad. It was not a bad experience at all. Um, and I'll talk about my school days in another um, episode. But I met with the director and the program director, the education director, um, just their entire team. We looked at the facility. My wife came with me. We got free services. They offered to let me sit in on a class. I mean, they were just about their business. Like, they had a really good like, listen, if you're going to sell me something, sell me it. Okay, don't don't give me some half-assed package and then be like, well, what do you want to sign up? You want to pay $18,000? Girl, no. I don't want to pay $18,000 for crap. Sorry. Um, the program was going to cost me $8,000. And that was just right out of pocket. And there wasn't no deferment program. You would just make payments while you were in school. And um, yeah, so... I told them, okay, I'll think about it. I'll let you know. Me and my wife went home. I was like, this is what I want to do. She was like, I agree. This is for you. This is perfect for you. I could totally see this. My wife is so supportive, you guys. She was just like, you know what? I don't even know how we're going to do it financially, but I know we can do this. And I just cried because I really didn't know the financial struggle that I was about to put my family through. 
Um, but just having somebody in my corner, I'm so thankful for. And if you are out here doing it without somebody in your corner, I even more power to you, girl. Even more keep pushing and grinding because you know what? I really don't even know how you do it, sis, but you do. And that is incredible. And you are a powerhouse, let me tell you. And there might be days that are hard, that you struggle, and um, you make it look easy. And I, I take my hat off. I tip my hat to you because I, I, I honestly don't think I could have done it without my wife and my mom and my sons and my mother-in-law and my brother supporting me. These people were my foundation during my school journey, and it was a little less than 10 months of just straight up thugging it out. I ended up going to school towards the end for seven weeks, six six days straight, and um, so that I could graduate on time because I had already had a job lined up, so I just couldn't even afford to graduate later, and I didn't miss any days. I went to school every single day. The time that I did miss, it was because I needed it. I just needed the mental day. I took like two or three mental days. But other than that, I just did school. Rain, snow, sleep, fall, you name it, I did it. And it was so rewarding getting to my graduation day and just being like, wow, here we are. Um, But the day in, day out, grueling journey of school is definitely interesting. In the next episode, we're actually going to talk about what you can expect to learn versus what you actually learn. Those are different because you can expect to learn a lot of things, but what you actually learn, girl, (laughs) completely different story. And uh, I'll just hit on some of the services that we went through. I'll talk about my journey, um, how I did some continuing education courses. I'll also talk about the um, different aesthetics Uh, conferences that you can attend and ways that you can find information about that. And then last but not least, before I go, I do want to take a moment to talk about Beauty Changes Lives. If you don't know, Beauty Changes Lives is an organization that helps people who are going to school for aesthetics, cosmetology, and nail tech programs, so more of the beauty industry, they help them get grants and scholarships to help pay for school. They also help with continuing education and mentorship programs. If you have not heard, I sincerely suggest that you look them up and just put your name out there and see what kind of things that they can offer for you because I promise you there is something there for you. They actually paid for $5,000 of my education and so I was left with only $3,000 to pay for after school and I again am thankful to Circadia. They offered a scholarship called the Timing is Everything Sage Michaela Lucas Scholarship and that is designed for black indigenous people of color and uh yeah, it's, it's specifically designed for women of color and, uh, or not just women, but people of color. And so if you are trying to figure out what you're going to do, I encourage you to apply for this scholarship. I legitimately just recorded in my closet like I am now. Listen, do not underestimate the power of your closet, friend. Um, but I recorded in my closet like I am now and I won $5,000. And if I can do it, you can too. Um, thank you guys again for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It was such a great time just hanging out and sharing my journey of school and all things. Again, if you like hearing about aesthetics and esthetician lifestyle, the good, the bad, the ugly truth, make sure you are subscribed to us on YouTube. My name is Chandelay. It's C-H-A-N-D-A-L-I. And my YouTube channel is called Chandelay the Esthetician. 
And you can always find me on Instagram. My name is Chandelay. It's literally exactly that. Um, or you can always send me a message on our podcast Instagram, Skin is in Podcast. Um, if you want to take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and tag us, I will always share it. And I appreciate the love. Um, a share is the highest form of flattery and thanks that I could ask for um, from you guys. So that would mean the world to me. And until next time, I will uh, see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Thank you.